When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Did I just see a ghost? Ah, ah, ah. You know, the blue people with the tails. Hey, good game, shooter. We transition from to Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball, starts now. Hello from the studio. In Nitro, West Virginia, this is Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball, part of the Basketball Podcast Network. I'm Josh Witt, and this is episode three, Elon, the Shriner Children's Charleston Classic quarterfinal. That's a mouthful. West Virginia, Bob Huggins is pretty good in these early season tournaments, especially the first game. He's now 14-1 and at West Virginia in this early season tournament deal. And West Virginia beats Elon, the Phoenix. They beat the Elon Phoenix by 19. Lots of things happen in game three that did not happen at all in games one and two for West Virginia. There wasn't a scrimmage that broke out. But there was a borderline skirmish. Lots of talking, little pushy-pushy going into the locker room at the end of the first half. Gabe chirping, Malik Curry chirping. He got a technical foul, sat for a lot of the second half because of said technical foul. Taz Sherman chirping. Maybe other guys were chirping. Those are the guys I noticed in the replay. But that's something different. Haven't had a (laughs) skirmish. Haven't had one of those in the first two games. It was chippy in the pit game, but I wouldn't describe any of that as a skirmish. WVU, are you sitting down? They out-rebounded their opponent. So that is absolutely different than the first two games. Should we celebrate West Virginia out-rebounding Elon by six? We should not, but I'm going to because you got to start somewhere. West Virginia, <laughs> I mean, they gave up off eight offensive rebounds. A good part of the first half, they were giving up offensive rebounds. I didn't like that, so it's not a full 40-minute uh, display of being better at rebounding. But they did have more than Elon, so we've got to celebrate that. This is something new. West Virginia made their free throws. 
They got to the lineup bunch and they made they made 75%, which is not like setting the world on fire. But I did the math, ran it through the calculator. Making three out of every four shots is better and much better than making two out of every four shots. So that is a, I hope that trend continues. Different guys were making free throws. So Polly Polycap was making free throws. Malik Curry was making free throws outside of the Taz free throws, you know? So that's a win. That's a good thing and something that hadn't happened. WVU forced less than 20 turnovers. And so that's different than the first two games. Like 17 turnovers, impressive, but not as impressive if you're averaging about 30. <laughs> if you're forcing around 30 turnovers a game and you get like close to half of that, that's not as good. So different, still good, but different. They've set a high bar, as we've talked about on this podcast in the first two games. The first emptying of the bench. So it took three games in away from Morgantown to empty the bench in the last uh, minute and a half. So first appearance of Jamel King and Taj Thweet. Uh, I think Cindy got into the game. So that's his first regular season appearance. Listen, that's a that's always a good thing because that means it's in the bag. And what's weird about this one is that Huggins, and every once in a while Huggins will do this. You know what, guys? Let's just full court press. <laughs> and so West Virginia emptied the bench. Elon did as well. Uh, my, my eye was focused on 23 for Elon. He was a guard. He was definitely part of the emptying of the bench. And let me just say this. I don't think... Me personally, I don't think there should be special rules for players. Like if that guy's on the court, he should be treated like any other guy on the court. That being said, uh, that guy, 23 for Elon, no one should be allowed to guard him on the other side of half court. It just looks odd. Like Malik Curry (laughs) ball hawking 23 from Elon. It just was a lot. <laughs> it seemed like an unfair thing. Like, when you're emptying the bench and you're bringing out, like, Taj Thweet and Elon's bringing out twenty the, the guy wearing number 23, it, it just looks physically different. That's it. And, and Huggins kept the press on. So that was... That was interesting. There was a you know nice firm handshake after the game. It doesn't seem like there was ill will. Oh, another another thing that is new for the game three that wasn't happening in the first two games. Taz Sherman played less than thirty minutes. Huggins found opportunities to sit Taz Sherman. He played like twenty six minutes, and that's fantastic. Anytime we can have a game where Taz is playing less than thirty minutes, that is a win for everybody. Which makes his, which makes Taz's box score more impressive. Like twenty-seven points. Oh, let's be clear before I get into how great Taz was. This is the Elon Phoenix, okay? So it's 
it's Elon, the, their coach, who has this kind of great uh, coaching tree that he's worked under. But this guy claps when the other team scores. I couldn't tell if it's like like a self-soothing clap, like, nope, it's okay, we got this, or he's actually going over the top sportsmanship and clapping for both teams, like the <laughs> like the parent at a at a kid's game who is really devoted to not being uh, a homer or like really just really trying to show that sportsmanship like a, in an over the top way. That's what this guy was doing. I'm sure he'll be good at coaching. I'm not I'm not judging him based on him clapping when the other team scores. Anyways, Taz Sherman, career high 27 points. Like what we saw in the exhibition game, he did that tonight. It counted and he was doing whatever he wanted. Besides making threes, he's really come out of the gates cold as far as shooting from three, where he was he was knocking down the three-pointer in the exhibition game. But similar to the exhibition game, Taz got to the line. He got this one move where he shook a guy, dribbled down, and tomahawk dunked it. Our Taz Sherman with a tomahawk. It was the it was the highlight of the night. Very exciting. Uh, he we Huggins said, you know what, Taz? Haven't seen you post up yet. Get to the block. And Taz got the ball on the block. And post up Taz is one of my favorite Taz Shermans. And he was doing that. He just did what he wanted tonight. Offensively, Taz got where he wanted. Got to the line. I mean, and we're going to see it again. Like, Taz is that... That's why Taz is back to show everybody, watch this. Watch what I can do in college. Like, I was a pretty good scorer last year. Now I'm going to start, and now I'll see what I can do. He's not going to have it every night, but when he's got it, it's going to be – it's just fun to watch. I'm not a big <laughs> – I'm not a big isolation guy. I want to see team basketball and passing the ball – but having Taz Sherman, because he's not, yeah, he's making some tough shots, but there was there a lot of tough shots from Taz Sherman tonight? Like, he was getting good, easy shots. They looked easy. They weren't easy. But it's not like hand-in-the-face shooting, and he'll do that too and can make those. But he was getting what he wanted tonight. Fantastic. MVP of the game, Taz Sherman. Sean McNeil. When Taz Sherman is going off like that, it makes it makes Sean McNeil 16 kind of quiet. But Sean McNeil made some tough shots, made his 30-foot three-pointer. Like he <laughs> he shot the ball more and he was efficient in his shots. Like they were going in. So I really enjoyed that. But I really want to spend time talking about the Kedrian Johnson performance. We're three games in, kind of got a feel of what Kedrian Johnson was and like what Pete Kedrian Johnson is. Last year, I think about him in the Oklahoma State game going crazy. And I think he's going to go crazy every game this season. And it can go good and it can go bad. But 
for me, like dialed up the 10 Kedrian Johnson is so fun to watch. He's super quick, right? Like th- some things that came to mind for me watching Kedrian Johnson early in the game. It like I thought of like when the fire hydrant gets broken and water like cascades out of the fire hydrant, like the speed of that, it made me think of Kedrian Johnson, like the bull itching, like bumping up against the gate, like making a lot of sounds at the rodeo. And then they let the gate open and the bull goes crazy and tries to knock the guy off. That felt, I met that was Kedrian Johnson to me, Bob Ross. You know how calming Bob Ross is and he's just carefully, you know, you know, he's painting his clouds and trees and stuff. That energy and think of the opposite of Bob Ross energy. And that's what Kedrian Johnson came out with tonight, right? First four minutes, like blowing up a balloon, but not tying it and just letting it go and watching the balloon go, go all over the place. You know, are you catching my drift of what I was thinking about? The things that came to mind watching Kedri and Johnson play tonight. In the first four minutes, he got a busted lip, like immediately busted lip, drawing an offensive foul. Then he made a three-pointer, spot up three. It's always great to see Kedri and Johnson make a, a set shot. And then he got a steal in the backcourt. And he also got two quick fouls, like whirling dervish, Kedria Johnson at the beginning, right? And so typically it's like Carter's got two fouls. That's not great, right? However, I would argue if he doesn't get the fouls, he gets to continue until he runs out of gas. But tonight he gets pulled because of two fouls. When you pull Kedrian Johnson, we get the Malik Curry, which I like watching play. We get the Kobe Johnson, who just so steady. He's not doing anything to set the world on fire, but he just looks like he belongs. And like as he gets reps, we're going to see some Kobe Johnson things. He did finish an alley-oop tonight and was part of, Trapping right after that, got a steal, pass it to Gabe for a layup. Getting the Kobe Johnson time is a good thing because we still had the Kedrigan Johnson time. We still had the whirling dervish, right? And Kedrigan Johnson is going to come back. Like he can do all that in the first four minutes, sits most of the rest of the first half. We're going to see him in the second half, and he's going to be going crazy. He did one defensive assignment where he just sprinted from his guy and with precision stole the ball from the guy who had the ball like dead sprint (laughs) and then is going the other way and he can do that he's that fast he's that good he has that kind of hand-eye coordination so Two fouls and out, no fouls, and just until you run out of gas. The Kedrian Johnson experience, if that's the energy he's going to have all year, I, I love that. I love that manic energy. That's what he's bringing. And his face doesn't scream chaos. It's definitely, he's doing all that with a stone cold face. 
I love it. I love what you're doing, Kijian Johnson. Keep it up. Isaiah Cottrell getting more comfortable. Had his best game of the season, nine points, five rebounds, three blocks. Cottrell working hard, close to the rim. His spot-up game, solid. Made a three, made a long shot. I, I like all of that. Polly Polycap, fantastic block, block of the night. He grabbed three offensive rebounds, so good performance in limited minutes from Polycap. West Virginia only had 10 turnovers, so that's best of the year. Any bad from this game, and it's hard to tell because it's Elon. This is not a hot take. I, I really believe this. I don't want this to happen. But West Virginia is going to lose a game this year because we like to take shots with our foot on the three-point line or like one step in from the three-point line. That's going to happen. And maybe in the game we could point to a stat like, oh, if they made two more free throws or three less turnovers. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to count how many times West Virginia made a shot with foot on the line or a step in and do that math. I feel like we're going to lose a game by two. And on my sheet, I'm going to have four shots that should have been three-pointers that were two-pointers. They go in. They count. It's just a little bit back, and you get an extra point. That's all I'm saying. So that's in the bad column for me. Elon made 10 threes. So the first two games, both teams shot ridiculously low from three-pointer range, but got open looks. So Elon made more of their open looks tonight. So that's always on the radar for WVU is overstretching and guys getting open shots for three, and if they make them, it's going to be a problem. And the rotation is just not as crisp tonight as in the first two games. Also, this is a weird one that I'm seeing. Fast break opportunities or in transition where we're, we're creating a turnover and going to the other end, we've got two guys filling the lane on the same side. like In tandem, like in theory, think about it. We need somebody in the middle of the court and then options on both sides uh, like crashing to the, the rim. And instead of one guy on each side, we've got two guys about two feet apart from each other. So I don't know if that's just new, the newness of the team and everybody getting to learn how to play with each other. But also, it's one of the easiest ones where like, oh, geez, there's a guy on my team. I know that's a guy on my team, and I'm so close to him. <laughs> I need to get away from him for spacing. So not a lot of turnovers happened from that tonight. I just noticed it. And... On the Kobe Johnson alley-oop, there was, I think Isaiah or Jalen was really close to him. Like It's going to end up in turnovers if we don't get, get that straightened out. But all in all, good win. Elon pushed WVU, cut the lead to single digits in the middle of the second half, and WVU responded. 
and didn't have to play only eight guys. Like we didn't have to go Taz Sherman 40 minutes to get the win tonight. So three and O moving on in the early season tournament. Random thoughts coming up. The NHL season is underway and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has an unbelievable offer to celebrate the greatest sport on ice. Not you, curling. Ice hockey. New customers bet just $1 on any NHL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a goal. As long as that red lamp comes on and like the, you know, however they do it, you win $100. If either team scores a goal, if sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, DraftKings won't leave you empty-handed. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contest. So here's what you need to do. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN, throw down $1 on any NHL game, and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a goal. This week, one puck in the net nets you a big win with promo code TBPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only, new customers only, minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required, one per customer, restrictions apply, see DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Random thoughts for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. Can't get my mind off of that uh, altercation or skirmish or whatever you want to call that at the end of the first half. Nobody threw punches or anything. There was a lot of hold me back. So I went back and I was looking at it, trying to figure out where the animosity was coming from. It didn't seem like it was crazy. It wasn't like the pit game. It's not a rivalry game, WVU versus the Phoenix of Elon. So just trying to figure it out, put it all together. And this is, don't take this as fact. Because I'm guessing I wasn't in Charleston, wasn't on the court. I am just sitting in Nitro watching the game on the TV. But if I, my educated guess after watching it a few times, I think that Gabe Osaboyan was aggressively pitching to the Elon guy for X trading. I think he was aggressively telling the guy how he could make money trading foreign currencies. And that guy, that poor guy, he was on social media earlier in the day and went through his Instagram stories and saw seven or eight stories of people pitching him Forex. And he's trying to get a reprieve from these quote-unquote opportunities. And he gets on the basketball court, and the guy he's playing against is pitching it to him. You know what I mean? And I feel like, again, just looking at what the Elon guy said back to Gabe that kind of escalated things, it looked like, one man's opinion, it looked like he said something along the lines of, Congratulations, sir, on your success with Forex. But I'm not into that. I'm more of a long-term mutual fund guy. And I think this is happening with 
younger people, which is great to get into investing and learning about money. And we're, we're in the, we're early on in the name image and likeness era of college basketball. So guys talking on the court at the free throw line, kind of lined up waiting for the free throws to be shot. People are talking. And I think more and more the conversations are going to be about finances, right? And in this situation, tough first half, lots of scoring. It's getting chippy going into the locker room. And if Gabe has that conversation with the Elon guy, then people are, the guys are hearing that. And now everybody wants to say what's the best way to invest their money, right? You've got an Elon player saying, you know, no one said anything to me about capital gains taxes. Like you probably heard somebody say that right after Gabe was talking about 4X. And then I saw Taz, and I believe I'm I'm reading lips here. It looked like he said, I go with real estate. They aren't making more land, like kind of pitching the old tried and true why real estate is a good investment. Then the guy's talking about capital gains taxes. Then Malik Curry. Now, he's the one. So Gabe didn't get a technical foul. Taz didn't get a technical foul. Malik Curry did. And I believe he got this. He might have he got more physical than the other two guys as far as closer to getting in an altercation, a physical altercation. But I went back, looked at the tape. It looked like Malik Curry said something like, did I hear one of you guys say that you're putting your retirement savings in a money market account and you're in college and and then aggressively going after the guy <laughs> and maybe chest bumping the guy who he thought said that? I'm telling you, like it, that sounds crazy, but I really think financial strategy conversations which in most cases are very civil and with the ultimate goal of trying to figure out what's right for you, these guys are competitive, right? They're college athletes. A lot of those guys are aiming to play basketball professionally. And so they're super competitive. So even a conversation like finances is going to get, it's going to get rough and tumble. There's going to be some rough and tumble financial conversations on the court. And, you know, somebody's going to say the wrong thing about NFTs and another guy's going to come in over the top with their cryptocurrency gains and then, and then watch out. That's all I'm saying. We just need to be on the lookout for that. Maybe, so like there's three referees on the court. Maybe we have a financial referee added to the court to kind of settle these, kind of squash these things. I don't think the the basketball referees are equipped to, to kind of diffuse these conversations. We need a specialist. We need a financial specialist to come in and squash that. If somebody's talking about mutual funds and somebody's getting really hot about somebody investing in basically a savings account, 
you know, we need to have a guy come in or a lady and just and diffuse it. Like, guys, hey, whoa, 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 hey, let's back up. Hey, everybody, there's not a wrong answer to investing. Guys, back off of each other, right? Son, what, you know, what he's doing can be different than what you're doing. You got to think about the main things. What what the money that you're saving, what's your goal for that money? What time frame do you have to invest this? Maybe after the game we can sit down and talk about these things. Talk about risk tolerance. Talk about market volatility. Like And the, okay, yes sir. I mean, you know, I'm with the team. We're at the Charleston Classic, so I guess we're not going anywhere. We're going to be in town. So maybe there's no games on Saturday. Maybe we can set up a time to discuss my financial strategies. Absolutely. This is all, these are all my guesses as far as what guys are talking about. The, overall, we just need to watch out for finances, <laughs> financial conversations going wrong on the basketball court. And just be ahead of it. And the NCAA is never ahead of this stuff. I'm saying let's get ahead of it. Have somebody ready to talk to talk finances. I mean, that can go bad with a with a close friend of yours talking about each other's personal finances. So just imagine 21-year-olds going at it in basketball and then on top of that talking about who's got the better <laughs> Who's got the better investment strategy? We just gotta we just gotta be careful here. Cause stuff like what happened tonight versus Elon could happen across the country. Final thoughts coming up. Interact with the show. That just means interact with me on social media. On Twitter at I'm Josh Witt. On Instagram at Unreasonable Doubt WV. On the Facebook at Unreasonable Doubt WV, or just type it in the search bar. Interact! Final thoughts for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. The next game for WVU. Quick turnaround. They're in the of course, it's a quick turnaround because they're in the Shriner Children's Charleston Classic. So the semifinal game tomorrow night, 7 p.m. Tomorrow night. Today. <laughs> I'm recording this in the middle of the night. So later today, WVU will play Marquette, 7 p.m. ESPN2 semifinals of the Charleston Classic. And guess who's coaching Marquette? That's right, our old buddy Shaka Smart. Shaka Smart, still with hair. So we don't have bald Shaka Smart, and we don't have Professor Shaka Smart. We've just got regular hair Shaka Smart. But Marquette, coming out the gates hot, they're 4-0. One of those wins is against top-rated Illinois and what's crazy is Shaka's got a young team. I mean, some of these guys are second-year freshmen. So we're still listing them as freshmen. 
but he's got seven freshmen that's part of his rotation. So a lot of young guys, a lot of inexperience, but talented. They get to the free throw line. They're not great, I'm sure, because of the youth. They're not great at offensive rebounding, which is good for WVU because that's kind of their weak point. Watch some of that Marquette-Mississippi game. They're mixing in some press, which Shaka was afraid to do. Or I shouldn't say that. Shaka didn't implement a lot of press in Texas. Back to pressing with Marquette. On paper, this is the best team WVU has faced so far. And the Big East is killing it this season. Lots of strong wins for the Big East. Seton Hall beat Michigan. Marquette being Illinois. Villanova going to UCLA and almost winning that game. There's some stinkers, too. (laughs) There's some stinker Big East performances. I'm looking at you, Georgetown. But this is going to be a good game. This is... And the next game, whoever wins between or loses between Clemson and St. Bonaventure, I think that's a step up from Marquette. So, going to learn a lot the next two games... Shaka Smart knows WVU, but he's got a lot of young guys. So let's let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. I listened to the Bob, Bob Huggins. It's not a press conference in Charleston, but just the audio of him talking to Caridi and Jay Jacobs after the game. And you would have thought, based purely on the audio, that West Virginia lost by 35. And that I like that early in the season. Bob Huggins being a realist. (laughs) So let's see how they do on a a less than 24-hour turnaround. That's it for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. Listen on all the platforms or just pick one, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, Overcast Podcasts, CastBox Podcasts. Hit the follow button. Rate the podcast five stars if that's an option. Just hit the hit all the way over to the right, the maximum amount of stars. I'm sure there's another button to hit, or maybe you just hit the end of the stars. That helps this podcast. Until next time, I'm Josh Witt. This has been Unreasonable Down WVU for the 2021-2022 season. They're 3-0. and When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.